a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Have you ever had something in your life that happened that completely knocked you down and, you know, obviously with that, your confidence is shot so that dating seems completely impossible and scary. And most of you heard my story, right? How my divorce shattered my sexy confidence, but there are so many traumatic events that might have happened to you, especially if you are dating later in life. Chances are that something has happened to you because big things do happen as you get older. So today I want to focus on the impact of trauma and why it's relevant in the context of dating. Because trauma can impact how you relate to others, navigate relationships, understand the world at large. Trauma is a stressful event or experience that threatens one sense of safety and emotional and or physical well-being. That's the true definition. And trauma can also look and impact different in every person and can be really hard to even recognize, quite honestly, even with yourself. Trauma can include, but it's not limited to a lot of childhood abuse. It could be losing a parent, family separation, a medical crisis of some sort, grief, a car accident, experiencing harassment at work, being bullied as a child. Like, All of this is considered trauma. All of this to say that any traumatic event could be impacting your dating life and relationships in several ways. So I just want to highlight a few. I think it's really important to think about this because you might not even realize that something that maybe you didn't even define as traumatic is impacting you. And here are some ways that it could be doing that. So number one is mistrust. This is, I see a lot. Because trauma can lead to feelings of mistrust in others and in yourself. And this can even manifest in one's attachment style. I don't know if you knew that. Like, you could become more anxious. You could become more avoidant. And and maybe you had, like, a secure attachment before. But an incident that's traumatic can cause you to act a certain way that's different. So then you might be dating And you might be seeking out red flags everywhere you go. Like, do you ever notice that? Maybe you're like online, you see one thing, you're like, oh, there's that guy that, you know, was maybe like the one who was abusive to you. So you also might be checking your phone constantly, obsessing over texts or conversation, overanalyzing to death a comment that your date made (laughs) to you. I mean, it, it really can leak out in different ways, even avoiding dating altogether. So that's the number one I would say is mistrust. Now, number two is low self-esteem and self-worth. So trauma can take a huge toll on the way that you feel about yourself. And when you experience a traumatic event or series of traumatic events, it can lead to almost the self-limiting belief and feelings of shame. And it might make it difficult for you to assert yourself and set boundaries within a relationship or even on a date. You may not even know what a healthy relationship looks like. And 
you might not think you're good enough to date or to be with another person. So low self-esteem, I mean, it manifests itself in many different ways when it comes to dating. I mean, you might be dating people for validation or finding yourself in unhealthy relationships because you know in the end it won't really progress because really in the end you're scared. Letting things go even. Not expressing your own needs. I mean, the list goes on and on, but I would say that's another big fallout of trauma. The third is living in fear. I see this all the time. Um, You know, trauma causes that activation in the nervous system. And this is like what happens internally in the body. It's that fight or flight or freeze response. And while this response is really helpful in times of crises, and it can keep you safe and protect you from threats, it can overfunction in traumatic events. And then it's not, you know, processed. And you you might do things that keep you really like stuck and paralyzed. Um, you might be overgeneralizing, you might be dwelling on past experiences. And you know, when it comes into the dating scene, you might be doing things like Ending a relationship out of fear or accusing your date of something without reason, avoiding commitment, thinking about, oh, what if, what if that, what if that, because you're trying to protect yourself and everything that could go wrong. Number four is lack of hope. Trauma can also lead to feelings of hopelessness. You might lack faith in yourself and the ability to live a happy and fulfilling life. You might notice yourself going on a date or a new relationship with very little hope. And here's the thing, how it plays out with dating, because you have such low expectations for a date or a relationship. It's, it's almost like impossible for you to imagine or even consider what a future might look like, you know, or you make these like blanket assumptions. Oh, all men are this, or all women are this. It'll never work out. And again, I want you to know that all of these are protective mechanisms that have kept you safe, you know, for a certain amount of time. But it's really taking a look at how you can let some of this go and start incorporating some healthy habits and strategies to override them because these all will keep you stuck. And I think, you know, I just want to mention in the end, another thing that can fall out from the traumatic events that you've experienced is is just that sense of loneliness and, and feeling disconnected. And you might even be in a room full of people or a busy household. And after a traumatic event, you actually feel alone. It doesn't matter where you are. And then dating comes really tricky, right? Because you, you know, you're not feeling seen, you're not feeling heard, challenges investing in oneself and a new person or even helping yourself. So I don't want to, you know, maybe you're listening to this and be like, oh my God, this is me or gloom and doom. And and we've all experienced it. You probably maybe took one or two things that I said and, and said, well, I haven't even experienced that big a trauma, but I'm finding some of these dynamics are at play when it comes to dating. Here's the good news. I want you to really see this. It is possible to heal from trauma. And as much as you might resist the idea of processing and working through your stuff, It is so important to self-reflect and have that deeper understanding of who you are and why you do the things that you're doing. 
Now, today I have a very special segment. I, I, I spent some time here because I spoke to this woman just a little bit and my heart just went out to her and I really want to help her. She has suffered some significant trauma in her life and is also consequently suffering from low self-esteem and loneliness adding to the challenges around the dating scene. So I'm excited to have her on to help her find ways to increase her confidence and find some hope around building her dating and social life. Karen, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi, Kimmy. Thanks for Thank coming you. on and sharing your journey. Because, you know, I, 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 I told you when I spoke with you, like, the things that you've been through, you are so resilient and you're so amazing in many ways. I think you're going to inspire a lot of people. I hope so. It helps help others too. <laughs> yeah. And you will. Well, I, I mean, if you don't mind maybe sharing a little bit of your story and um, some of the trauma that you've experienced, but also like where you are now and where you're finding yourself stuck. Well, in listening to your opening so much, of that has happened to me. I, I was abused as a child mm. in every sense of the word and uh, raped as a teenager. And my, after marriage, I uh, had to have surgery and it messed up my face. I mean, sexy confidence is just something that I, I avoided. I didn't want people looking at me. I didn't want any guy's attention because that usually meant pain and so I just kind of shut everything out gained weight to put up a shield keep people away from me and um you know now I'm wanting to get back out there I've decided I'm 65 and I don't want to spend the rest of my life alone decided to get back out there and now I'm running into <laughs> scammers and things from Instagram and dating apps and it seems I always attract the bad boy and I think that's from being abused that's all I know yeah so <laughs> it's really tough yeah and what's so amazing about you is like how you've made those kind of connections for yourself but then like to your point you get to that you know that that kind of impasse in the road where you're like, well, now what, you know, which, which path do I take? How, how do I get there? Cause you know, you want something different yet. What you said, all you know, is what you know. And so, um, I would love to hear more about kind of, um, you know, you said that you experienced all those things growing up, but when you do try to like date or like maybe experiences you had in the past, what happens in the beginning of those relationships? Like, do you find that there's a pattern with these guys? Well, like I said, I, I always seem to choose the bad boys, the mm -hmm. uh, looking, I guess, for to be abused. I'm expecting that from them. And um, yeah, it starts out nice enough. And I always, try to put my boundaries up and say, Hey, I won't accept this. I won't, you know, I don't want to ever be hit. I don't want to ever you know, be um, cheated on that type of thing. And yet when it comes down to when it happens, I just, I'm just as a shell. I just curl up in a ball. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how to handle it. I don't know where, when I started, um, 
You know, I haven't dated for probably 18 years. I mean, I pretty much gave up men altogether. I was like done. And um, I think it's been like 18, 20 years since I dated. And when I, this year I decided maybe, you know, someone popped up on Instagram was being, paying attention and, and I actually liked it this time. And of course <laughs> they turned out to be a scammer. So, so much for that. But it did make me realize that I want to put myself back out there so my kids suggested i try dating apps Mm -hmm. and again i just seemed to attract the scammers and um i thought well okay i'll get out and meet real people Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i i signed up for volunteer work at the humane society and that's been nice to meet real people and so i'm i'm trying baby steps i guess to get myself out there um, but I do, I, I'm so gun shy and I'm like you said, I find every little thing that they do reminds me of when I was abused before and I blame them for things that it's not fair to them to blame them because that's mm-hmm. my past talking. <laughs> hmm Exactly. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> well, and it's hard to override that because, you know, it, it, it's like you've developed this hypervigilancy, as I call it. Um, it's a psychological term that describes when you keen in on something and you're just like so almost hyper aware of things that it's hard to even just like let go of that and be present and just connect with people in a more relaxing way, you know, because your guard is up. So I get it. Um, yeah, my trust level is at zero. I mean, I, <sighs> I just have trouble trusting people like you said and and I'm also feeling hopeless and lonely and um <laughs> it's hard to I try really hard I but it's it's just really hard to put myself out there again being so fearful of what could happen yeah and you know with all the things that you're talking about there's a lot of focus on the men right? Like kind of shielding and guarding yourself against getting hurt and what to look for in the men. I'd love to talk about you for a second. Let's forget about the men, (laughs) you know, like, because, (laughs) you know, that, that is something that's normally true. Of course you want to like learn how to find the right guy, but I think even just to take a step back, because it sounds like you never really had a time to like figure out who you are and love you. That's true. I did have a um, health coach a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and she really got to me. Um, I was always beating myself up. I was overweight. I had had the surgery on my face, and then I tore my meniscus. I mean, everything. And I was just so down on myself. And she was a friend, and she came around and taught me how to learn to accept myself, to, you know, say I love you in the mirror kind of thing, which was felt so weird at first, but I ended up losing 30 pounds. And then it just, her, her health approach, you know, no sugar and some different things made me feel so much better about myself, but I still feel my guard coming up because I still have weight to lose, (laughs) but um, Mm -hmm. I still feel that that armor there and I can't seem to shake that. She tried how she could, but we couldn't break it. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that there's so much that's going on in your head. And when you experience trauma, you, you, you're thinking a lot, right? And I would love to like talk about some tangible things that you can do that's more in your body and, and in action to start overriding some of the stuff that's swirling in your head. Because I mean, it sounds exhausting too. It is. <laughs> it must be like trying to <laughs> think about all these different things and then firing the, in your brain. And, and that also can keep you paralyzed. Right. Right. I feel trapped almost. I mean, I, mm. I'm part of me wants to get out there and meet people. And then when I do, I'm so gun shy that, um, so afraid of what could happen. I do the what ifs, you know, what if this, what if that I'm yeah. trying meditation and some different things to, to get out of my head. But yeah, i I'm, you know, I've had what 40 years experience at this. So it's really hard to change that habit. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and this is going to sound super weird, but it's actually where your confidence lives. Like you're, it's like a known role that you've had with other people and yourself. It's like, well, you know, that when you hide and you obsess over these things, keep you safe because then you don't really actually have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable to getting hurt. Right. So what happens is, is taking, not to get rid of some of that stuff. Cause I always say like when you have your armor on, I, it's never a good idea to strip naked and just stand there, you know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But we can, you know, put down the sword, we can kind of peek through the helmet, you know, we can maybe put the shield down a little bit to allow you know, people in and men in because you're exactly right. Like you fear what you want and that's what it's like spinning donuts in the road. Like you're just in a constant loop. So that's what I want to talk about. Okay. So on a scale, this is just kind of an overall question. And I think we can then like work backwards, like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, one being the worst. When you look in the mirror, how sexy confident are you? Like, what do you, what do you, how do you rate yourself? Oh boy. Um, I'd say, see, I can't, for even me to think of those words is so hard. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd say probably maybe a four. (laughs) I don't know. I'm very, I, I, like I said, I, I, the word sexy just has all this negative meaning to me. Yeah. And it's really, I'm trying really hard to, to feel that after our lot, you know, we had our first phone conversation, it was like, you'd said that to me and I thought, wow, I've got to learn how to accept that, that I can be, but it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not easy. No. Well, there's a couple of things around that. One is what you're like associating around the word sexy. So when you hear that word, what, what do you associate it with? Abuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've just, uh, you know, if I look good, then I'm going to attract guys that are going to hurt me. And everywhere from childhood to, like I said, my teens or, you know, I felt good as a teenager. I looked good and I felt good, but yet I got raped. 
So that was not, I just didn't want that anymore. Or I'd have people mentally abuse me, you know. My dad used to say the meanest things to me, you know, about how to, how I, if I had a little bit of extra weight, you know, how fat I was. And just, just a lot of, uh, a lot of childhood trauma there that I, I'm working through and I've seen psychiatrists and I've seen different things and different talk to different people, but um, I still can't seem to shake completely, shake it completely. Well, of course not because, well, first of all, it's a lot of talking, right? Like you need actual evidence that you can go out into the world and be attractive and not getting hurt. Like that's the reality, you know, because until you have that evidence, you're going to keep spinning that in your mind and that association, you know, because it almost sounds like, Karen, the word like attraction, sexy, dating, flirting, it all means danger to you. Exactly. Yes. It, <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah. I mean, no wonder dating is so hard. I mean, why would anyone want to put themselves in pain as you're associating it with? Right. Yeah. Okay. Trust me, I've tried to switch that switch to where I'm not feeling that, but it still pops up. (laughs) So tell me a little bit more about that. And then we can like kind of get into some ideas for you. So how have you tried to override that? And like, when you have gone online or you, you try to put yourself out there, like what's happening with that? Like, how do you try to get around that? Well, I'm noticing that online, people I'm meeting online, even if they're scammers, I feel comfortable because there's that barrier there. They don't, mm. they're not like, you know, living right next door or they're right, they're you know, in Spain or they're Texas or something. They're far away. So I feel safe talking to them because I know they're not probably ever going to, I'm not ever going to probably meet them or they're going to try to scam me. And then, you know, they're just catfishing me and stuff. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm learning how to um, talk to people a little more, talk to men and learning that way, putting myself out there Mm -hmm. online it's like was kind of like the, it's kind of like my first step to feel comfortable with that, and I know that right. I'm okay. I can talk to people, and and they like me, and they think I'm funny, and they you know. So then my next step was being with real people, and I find when I'm you know like I'm one of your workshops, you said something about you know look back at people or or mm-hmm. make eye contact, and I find that when I do that, I'm so gun shy. I mean, I'll I'm so afraid they're going to look back. I guess. <laughs> Ah, I don't, I don't okay. want them to look at me. <laughs> so right. the, the online stuff is like they don't they don't see me, and so it's okay. But when I have to go face to face, it's a little traumatizing. <laughs> That's interesting too, because you know most people are scared of getting scammed online. It's almost opposite for you, because to your point, you can just click off of them. You know, you don't have to face them in real life. As and I know see. what to look for now. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had enough of it that I know, you know, what to look for and what to watch out for and immediately delete or block or whatever. But, you know, it, 
you always have that little bit of hope when you first talk to someone that they're going to be real and then mm-hmm. they're not. It's like, oh, I did it again. You know, I, I always get the bad guys. And so, you know, right. and, and like my son said, go, go try dating apps. And you think they're a little safer because they're supposed to be verified, but they're not. They're you know, a lot of times I know I've found people on there that said they were verified, but they're, they turned out to be somebody trying to catfish me or ask me for money. So, um, but Karen, you're saying something really, really important. I don't even know if you're hearing it and I'm so glad that this is on a podcast because I I want you to play this over and over and over again. I don't even (laughs) think you realize this. So you just said that how you got kind of over the fear of like, just like chatting with people is you just kept doing it over and over again. And now you feel more comfortable because you know what to look for. Yeah. Yes. So guess what what I want and what to look for Mm -hmm. when, when there's, I know they're scamming me or catfishing me. I know both. I mean, I kind of wanted to get out there so I could see what at my age now, things have changed so much. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, used to be AOL chat. That's how I met one guy. We dated for over a year and it was, was great. But, um, now you don't even, a lot of people don't even want to meet or they're, they're just looking for money, you know? So it is just a big, it's just, it's just getting to where I've almost at my limit with that, but at least I, I value it and how it's taught me how to talk to Ben, you know, I never knew what to say or what to do, <laughs> you know, so that's helped. It, okay, it has so Karen, talk. yeah, okay, so <laughs> is it safe to say that in in that, like, kind of little, like, sliver of what you just said about, like, you know what to look for, do you feel like you gain some trust within yourself that you know how to, like, vet that now? Oh, you're right. I do. I I feel a little stronger in myself as far as not putting up with stuff, <laughs> not yeah. putting up with some of the scammers, but also being vulnerable, I guess, to talk to them at first, you know, and see, uh, see how they, how they are, you know, just really taking a chance, I guess. Exactly. So, and how did you do that? Just repeat it to to yourself and to everyone listening. How did how did you actually get to trust yourself with that? Well, I guess the more I I don't know where these guys come from. I think I've gone some list or something, but you know, I get I get these things on on um Instagram and, and the mm-hmm. dating apps where they want to chat with me or they, they like my pictures or whatever. And so that kind of gave me confidence to because after my my surgery, I had a tumor removed and it really messed up my face. And mm. so that people were liking my pictures. I was like, oh, this is, that's weird. <laughs> I never liked my pictures. Uh, but, <laughs> uh-huh. but um, yeah, it's like they kind of, they build you up. Even though you know, you find out later that they're just catfishing you and that's that's their job. But I'm finding a way to take something positive out of that and feel better about myself it seems strange to (laughs) no it's not and I'm like I'm really glad you're kind of coming to this conclusion (laughs) because what I want to say is that you know 
a lot of what I'm hearing as you're talking out loud is it's almost like mistrust within yourself, right? That you're going to like end up picking that bad guy again or like, what do I do with this attention? You know, it's like the, that trepidation. But what I want you to hear is that you were able to override something that was super scary for you by doing it over and over and over again. And now you even know what to look for and probably could even help others with. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know all their little tricks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so Karen, what if you took what you just did in this area and, and you applied it to all these other areas that are feeling overwhelming and daunting and scary? I mean, like meeting real men? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and knowing that you can trust yourself with not ever having to move on with anybody that feels scary or, you know, not trustworthy, that you have the power to say no, that you know what to look for. But the only way that you're going to be able to do it is with little steps and practicing it over and over and over and over again until you get, get that validation and evidence that you're okay. Wow. That's, <laughs> oh, I'm getting all teary-eyed. Um, that's true. I mean, I could, I could do that. I mean, hmm. instead of avoiding eye contact and afraid they're going to look back, just stick with it and do it over and over until I feel comfortable in that role. Bingo. Wow. You're amazing. <laughs> well, so are you. <laughs> and like the, and like you got it right. Like it's so. What I would recommend is gamifying all of this for yourself. So instead of thinking of it as this like big thing that you have to do, like let's say it's eye contact. It's like, oh my God, I got to like make eye contact with that guy. Like that's <laughs> super scary. Like forget that. Say, okay, this week I'm going to count how many blue eyes I can see in each day. And I'm just going to like look at guy's eyes and count how many blue eyes I see, you know, like maybe just take it right. Like, like step it back a little bit and then do it over and over and over and over and over again. And then for do it in a succession for like two weeks and then say to yourself, okay, well, how am I feeling? Oh, wait a second. I stared at all these guys and I didn't even realize who was staring at them. <laughs> and then you crank it up and say, okay, now when guys look at me, not only am I going to look at them, but I'm going to smile after that. And then you do that for two weeks and then gain evidence and validation after doing it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> that you're okay. Yeah. And you're right. I have to trust myself that I know. I know what to look for now, having all that experience from my childhood and yes. stuff. What? to stay away from just like the scammers i have to stay away from the bad boys that's right real life that's right and so here is something just tangible that i would like for you to do with that i want you well now you'll have this episode to go back to but what i'd love <laughs> for you to like use this situation that you just described and write down how like your win, right? Like every time you do something where you like accomplish it, you're going to write it down. And that way you're collecting a visual evidence for yourself of 
that you're okay, you know, that you're actually making progress, that you're doing it. And, and Karen, just be gentle on yourself. Do it very small, like baby steps. Don't think about it as like, oh my God, I have to like, you know, protect myself from the scammers. It's like, that's way too big. The, the better focus is I'm going to go online and for two weeks, I'm going to just start detecting patterns and scammers. Like that's a better focus. Same thing with the eye contact and pick like, like little things that make you afraid or scared and then just practice around it and, and just keep doing it. And then every time you do it, write it down so that you have a visual because there's going to be times where you're going to get scared again and you're going to recoil and go back to the cocoon. And that's okay. I'm just like predicting that that's going to happen. But now you'll have this running list where you can kind of do some self-talk and then look at that list and say, oh, wait, you know, history has it that when I face my fears and I just do some practice, I'm okay. Yeah. I can see that working very well. (laughs) Good, good. Yeah. Uh, No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think just the act of like, also visually seeing it, writing it out, that'll be super important. Because a lot of times when we all think of these things that are stressful, it's, it's just, it's like a big storm swirling in our head. And it's hard to even like see the glimmers of, you know, hope and sunshine. And that's what you were saying. You were feeling hopeless. But now that I just gave you your own success back, reflected back to you, doesn't it feel a little more hopeful? Yes, it does. And, you know, I have great support around me. I have mm. two great sons that have been been there for me and support me when I start getting down on myself. I mean, they they have ways to, to you know, let's go out, let's go do, do something and try to get me out because I do. I, I hide in my cave, in my cocoon, mm-hmm. and try, they try to get me out or suggest ideas for different things to try. And like you said, that meetup, that sounds like a good idea to start doing something like that where yes. I can get out. And- I was just going to say, like, I think that's like homework number two is just start writing down different um, ideas of like your hobbies, your passions, things you can start getting involved in so that you're feeling more comfortable socially. Like forget about dating right now. Just really focus on like increasing your social confidence and with that talking to men not to necessarily date them but just getting like comfortable around them yeah I always always feel like if I'm afraid if I talk to them they think I'm gonna I'm hitting on them (laughs) or something and I've had to get over that because that like from my teenage years you know just the, the kind of people that I was around but I I get that I get that if I just um let go of some of that past and not, yeah, not, not let the fear get in my way. And but, like you said, baby steps. I have to take baby steps. And um, but I don't have much long. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I have. Like I said, I'm 65. I, I, I want to find that authentic man and just enjoy the rest of my life with them. You know. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's so hard to get through all these frogs to find the prince. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and and that's the thing. I 
And, and I guess I invite you to stop worrying about the sense of time and the prints and the frogs. Just worry about the skill building and the validation that you need to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I am one sexy woman and a man would be so lucky to deserve me. Like just get comfortable with you first. Yes. That's what's shutting you down. Is you, Like, I think you're just, you're thinking about this over this big goal and pie in the sky. And, and trust me, I've helped a lot of clients with this. Like you'll get there, but that's too lofty of a, of a goal right now. That's scary to think about all that. Like it's, it's so much easier to count blue eyes than it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like let's just start there and going to Take like their sunglasses up. off so I can see them. Yeah, but. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, right. what color are your eyes? <laughs> and by the way, what's wrong with leading a guy on and, and actually like sending some signals that you're interested in them? Like even just getting over that fear in itself would be a great goal for you. Yes. Yes. You and know? That's so, so, I'm just so, um, I'm not, my confidence level is pretty shot with, you know, I still have weight to lose I, a little bit and I still worry about my how my face looks to people and um it's not bad I mean I see it it's come a long ways <laughs> come a long ways I had a a tumor removed and and it cut my facial nerves so you know I looked a lot worse a long time ago but it's every year it gets a little bit better and I get a little bit better accepting what happened mm. so um that and as I said for 20 years I've done nothing but but work. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I work with guys, but I never paid attention to them. And um, I mean, I used to work for Pepsi. I worked for a lot of with a lot of guys. I never paid attention, but you know, it just my cocoon was on, and um, I just need to relax with that. And yeah, well, and and two more ideas around that. So, so you're gonna, you know write down all your little accomplishments and just focus on these things where you can start building trust within yourself. Um, you're going to also, you know, get social with men and maybe get involved with more activities and that'll combat some of the loneliness too, by the way, you know, just being social oh. with people um, and also possibly gaining some more like single girlfriends. Cause it sounds like your sons are amazing, but also just having like other singles that are your age that who understand you and finding a tribe that is going to be so important just to have like other people around you. The final thing that I want to address is like that notion of like looking in the mirror, really seeing yourself. And I know you and I talked off air about getting a new wardrobe, like just maybe, you know, each month you dedicate a budget or some time around getting one item that makes, that lifts you up, that makes you feel amazing. Maybe it's a red top, maybe it's a lipstick, you know, something that can kind of put you like in that state of confidence, but also allowing yourself to be seen by men. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How does you're, all that sound? You're fantastic. I'm, I just feel like I I got this. I can do this. I can do this. I mean, like you said, that big goal is at the end, but to get there, I have to do these baby steps to get there. And and um, 
I have to get that confidence and and be be happy with myself first. And I've I've come a long way. Trust me, I've come a long way from where I was because I I was uh, in the pits there <laughs> thanks to my health coach. And now I have a dating coach. <laughs> <It's very helpful. laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I health together now. Get my dating together. And by the way, that's another like honing device, as I call it, that you should, you know, record is that look at how, look at how you accomplished losing all that weight, Karen. Like, do you, do you see, do you see how like amazing you are and, and, and how you can accomplish something when you really focus on it? And, and how did you do it? That was incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, you are incredible. And, and I, I really want you to see that. And I'm just, I'm excited for you. And I hope that you really can embrace just, you know, letting go of all this other stuff that has caused you a lot of anxiety and hurt and pain in the past. Cause it's, it's just your time now. It's your time because you deserve it. You deserve to be happy and love who you are because when that happens, you're just going to continue to attract the like. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, when you say that, that's probably why I was attracted to bad boys because I was feeling bad about myself. So that's the kind of people I was attracting and letting in because I I knew that's all I knew. Bingo. So, and there's a, there was a piece deep down that felt like, well, that's all I deserve. And that's like the little girl. Yeah. Uh, Karen, you know, like that's the messages you got growing up. And those are simply not true. Those are the gremlins that keep coming up. And guess what? Lovingly put that in a little package, put a big bow on it and give it back to the people who said that to you, because it's not, that's not you. That, that was them. That, that was their stuff that they put on to you. It's not you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for that. Because yeah, that's because you do, you know, you blame yourself all, all these years. I used to blame myself and like I said the health coach helped me get through some of that where it's like wasn't my fault and uh so yeah I had to let that let that go and you're right I I gave up sugar and I gave up bread and different stuff and the pounds just came off and it was like amazing the confidence I got from that was incredible but now I'm stuck and I thought okay next next It's just another, right. It's just another like form of losing weight. This is just another goal. It's like putting you on a dating diet, right? Like just, just (laughs) do things. And so not only are you going to do like healthy things to get you stronger, but you're also going to build muscle, like your flirt muscle, you know, uh, and your dating muscle and what it's like to accept men looking at you and adoring you. And that's your journey right now. And that's all you should be focusing on because you're right. At the end of the day, you are the mirror to what you're attracting. And as you start building that up, you're going to start attracting, you know, better people. And then you can really start trusting yourself with all these things that you're doing. Oh my gosh. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, boy, I love that. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. What's hitting you right now? <laughs> Just the, that I feel like I do, I've worked hard and I really do deserve better than I've been getting or that I've been um, looking for. I mean, I've, 
I need to, I just feel like I'm, just, I, I love what you said there about just look at yourself and know that, that you deserve it. And I, I do, mm. <laughs> I do deserve a nice man. And I've had such bad luck in the past that I just really want one more, one more chance at, at true love, I guess. And you will. And instead of saying, I wish, I wish, just say, I will. I will have that. Yeah. Karen, (laughs) you're so awesome. I can't wait to, please stay in touch with me. And I know people listening are going to want to hear this too. So I just, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this. And I love that you were able to also be vulnerable and tap into your emotions just now, because I, I, I felt it. I know everyone else is feeling it and that's what brings us all together. Cause we all have been through stuff. And until we, you know, share more, that's, that's what this is all about, right? Is yeah. being human and, and giving that support to one another. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> Oh, you're so welcome. All right. Well, thank you. And you'll stay in touch, right? I will. I will. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. And thanks for joining me today. You listening. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you have experienced any kind of traumatic experiences in your life where it's making it hard to date and impacting your self-esteem, hop on a free coaching call like I just did with Karen. Imagine getting some support around how you can get past feeling stuck and perhaps paralyzed for so long just in one call. Just click the link you see in the show notes and book it. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. (laughs) 